So, Chris, I think this week will be a little bit less wacky. What do you think? No, it's TNA. It's going to be just as fucking wacky, man. Could you imagine if Adam were on this week? Oh, my God. I feel like this would be his, uh, this would be a silver tuna. <laughs> it is the second semifinal of the Tournament of Champions here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Uh, Matt Gerline, Chris Decker, hanging out with you here on another Monday morning. By now, you can go to our Twitter and see, uh, well, shortly, if you're listening right at 9 o'clock, to see if um, Adam Van and his fever dream of a 2010 WWE card has advanced, or Joe Sposto with his much more logical... Very logical... (laughs) Let's see. Uh, I want to I look at the uh, where we're at right now on this uh, Thursday when we're recording. Uh, of course, I got to bring up the results. The first thing that shows up is the stacks and stacks of Jeff Cannonball Blood Orange Soda, which I want to buy because it sounds delicious. All right, let's take a look at here. Uh, also, there was lots going on with MLB TV today, Matt, that I feel like I should call you out on. So basically... I had an audio broadcast of a Mets game blacked out, which isn't supposed to happen. Uh-huh. So I sent some messages. I was like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, well, we really don't know. You should restart your modem. And I said, but I'm working at home, so I can't. And they said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, of, as of right now, Joe Sposo is leading 57% to 43% after 46 votes. There's still four days left. So I would tell everybody listening to this to go listen, but it would be already done by the time you listen. So, yeah, and Adam <laughs> was in the lead for a little bit. Oh yeah, there was absolutely a uh, there was absolutely a little bit of a surge, and he was he did not know what to do. He was like he, he'd be like, "What the fuck?" He, he was afraid he was going to advance for a minute. Yeah. Um. So let's ask his uh, soon to be named network um, co. Network partner, host, person, the number two seed, the douge. What are you, what are you asking me about? Um, Sorry, I'm just, I, I couldn't hear you over the sound of my opening of my Wegmans peach sparkling water. Uh, on a scale of one to five, what's the peach like? Uh, it's delicious, so I don't know if that, a, a, I guess, it's, it, well, it's not the best, so it's a four. Uh, cause the best is the, is the orange pineapple, but, uh, it's very good. If you like peach, it's delightful. Pineapple so, makes me want to have some, cause that sounds like a killer combination. Uh, orange pineapple's the best one. The, the question was about Adam Van and his 2010 WWE card. I trust that Never you've heard. listened by now. Never heard of him. Ah. <laughs> no, uh, I listened. Uh, I wish my brain looked like, worked like that. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> um, uh, I've tried uh, various substances, and it just—it still does not work that way. Um, and uh, when you think 2010, you don't naturally think of fortune, right? So I think that uh, I think that today's show will be a little less interesting, just because none of us are going to have a fever dream uh, mid episode. I think we're—I mean, <laughs> it's going to be wacky because of what we're drafting, but it's not going to—I don't know that any other human being could manufacture that insanity. And um, I think my favorite part when I was listening back to edit it was when he said, um, Bret Hart wins my count out, vote for Joe, and Joe blurted out, Adam, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
so so DJ is here representing We Need Wrestling and Wings yes. on Wings. Yes. Yes, both very real, both very different podcasts. Um with uh episodes on uh Tuesdays and Thursday ish, depending on uh how quickly we get it up. But uh yeah. Wings on wings. We talk wings and we eat wings. Uh and then we need wrestling is pretty self explanatory. Yeah. And uh his opponent tonight is the um upset uh minded number six seed having beaten Chris O'Mealy the three seed in the quarterfinal. He is your interspecies wrestling false count everywhere champion, George Gatton. Representing literally nothing, because I'm just a guy now. <laughs> <laughs> um once upon a time, George was a trash man too. I was. I was the garbage picking fuck bag. Garbage <laughs> picking fuck bag. Thank you very much, Decker. <laughs> Love you, bud. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try my hardest, dude, to have some wild fever dreams, but I will, uh, I'll trust your intuition having never met you. So, yeah. uh, let's see what kind of horrible fucking dumpster fires we could put together. I don't really uh, much of a choice, to be honest with you. Right, there's not much of a choice with this with this group of people we're about to have to draft. But I just <laughs> the number one thing you have to know about me is that I'm only here to chase internet clout. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just what you need to know. Oh, good man. Yeah. And I see you love Wegmans just like I love Wegmans. Sure. So yes, best of luck. Let's see what we can do. Yes, may the better man win, and, and or the man with more Twitter bots apparently. Up. Get that clout, man. Get that clout. And and they'll be looking for that in 2002 TNA in the second semifinal. And just a note, because we announced this last week, um, once this poll ends, we're going to have to have an off week. Yes. To get everything together for the final. And then that off week, you, the listener, will vote for what the finals are going to be. And those finals will be either Decker's gone. Um, <laughs> be either Herb Abrams UWF, uh-huh. rebooking the Heroes of Wrestling pay per view. Uh-huh. So, uh, what, what, when you say rebooking, do you mean we just pick from the twelve people that were on the show? Like we go back and forth, or do we both get the same roster and have to book rebook the show? Chris and I have been trying to figure out how to do that. Okay, and if that's selected. We'll have details then, because we're not really sure. Yeah, great. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or, the third option is present-day AEW, where your opponent drafts your roster for you. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, uh, I mean, I just stopped doing a podcast about AEW. I would really rather not go back. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. Um. Either way, it's going to be wacky regardless, but tonight will be just as wacky as we do draft from 2002 TNA. Yeah. Here are the rules. As usual, uh, for the Tournament of Champions, the lower seed does get to draft first, so that will be George Gatton drafting first as the number six seed. Um, the two will take turns until they both feel that they have built a complete roster to have a show. From there... Um, we will take a break and they will put together their cards and announce them after the break. DJ, you're off the hook this week for getting me a promo because you're on the show. So it's yes. like one long promo for your show anyway. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I never remember to make it. So maybe I'll make it this week just because I won't need it. 
So also, you can draft people together, singles, well, singles obviously by themselves, but tag teams, uh, stables, six-man, eight-man, but if you draft them together, you use them together. Also, you can draft someone with a title that they held that year, and then that takes that title off the board. There is a new rule that we are instituting that if a title was vacant during that calendar year, yes. you can draft the title vacant, and that counts as a draft pick. You don't get a person then, but you get right. the title as that draft pick. I did like that idea. I saw. I asked if you guys' opinion on it, and I was uh, there was a lot going on on my end, but uh, I absolutely agree. That's a great idea. And finally. Round seven is the wild card. We can pick anyone from 2002 that was active. So, with all that said, let's kick it off. George, you are up. Okay. Well, my number one draft pick uh, will be the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Jeff Jarrett. Ooh. Uh, very good. Not uh, No skin off my teeth in any capacity there. Uh, because he can break a million guitars and still not draw a dime. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, dead there. Uh, I, uh, my first pick are the tag team of AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn with the tag titles and AJ Styles as the X Division champion. <laughs> wow. Wow. I I respect it, man. I respect it. That's a ballsy move. So it's AJ and Jerry. I'm sorry. I'm just removing them off my list because God the fuck damn. Did they did they hold the tag titles? Yeah, they did. I think it was like a strange bedfellows kind of tag team, if I recall, where they didn't really get along very well. Oh, tag partners and eight. Are you not getting along? Or oh god, a uh, what do they call that? A uh, I don't know. I, I edit this out, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm not having a really good night. <laughs> done and done. Thank um, you. So we go back to George. Number two, I will draft CM Punk. Oh, that kills me, but that's all right. Not really. <laughs> uh, my second pick is the uh, group of gentlemen who debuted, I believe, with one week left into the 2002 uh, would be the the trio of Triple X, Daniels, Loki, and Elix Skipper. Oh, wow. oh, fuck, I remember that. And they worked under the Freebird rule. Indeed. There is Loki on my list. Oh. Okay. Um, number three, I'm going to take the Backseat Boys. I'm trying to ask. Okay. All right. Good pick. On my list, but a little further down. And just to confirm, Loki was in Triple X? Yes. Yes, Loki, Christopher Daniels, and Elix Skipper. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was trying to find Loki on my list, and then we are going to do... Not Johnny Swinger. No, no, no. No, no, no. George with Acid. George with Cashmere. All right, Dooge. Uh, I'm picking Mr. Ken Shamrock. Okay. Good well, done. well, what pick? Um, in an oddball pick for round four, I'm taking the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> nice. He was just an official, I believe. Right? Are we keeping him as an official, or is he? No, we're not keeping him an official. Okay. Unless I'm breaking some sort of rule that I do not know. No, I don't have a problem with it. 
Uh, with my next pick, I am picking the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, Sabu. Uh, my next pick, I'm picking um, the tag team of Joey Matthews and Christian York. Oh, no. Right. What about those tag teams? Uh, I am picking a tag team next that weren't really a tag team, but I will be using them as a tag team. The tag team of the alpha male, even though he wasn't the alpha male yet, Monty Brown mm-hmm. and Ron Killings. Oh, dude. Ron Killings, like, next year ended up becoming NWA champion, right? That year, 2002. Yep. He held the title. Shamrock, Killings, and Jarrett held the title that yep. year. Mm-hmm. I'll buy a list I wrote because uh, I, I make a note of who you're who you're pairing them with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Monty Brown is DJ with truth, and Ron Killing <laughs> says DJ with pounce. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, question about the the tag team. Sorry, um, if I draft the tag team, is it possible to keep them as a tag team but have them work in a handicap match, or does it need to be in a tag match? It could be a handicap match. That's yeah, use them, use them together. Great. Get that. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, round six, I'm taking Puppet and T.O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be George Gatton on this show if he, were, if he wasn't picking uh, Puppet. Hey, man. Keep where else. Come on. So the next <laughs> round is the wild card, right? Seven. Yeah. Wild card. Okay. Uh, so my sixth pick pre wild card, uh, I am picking the Harris brothers. <laughs> no, you... great pick, great pick. Okay, uh, round seven, the wild card round. Uh, my wild card pick is Stone Cold Steve Austin, who walked oh! out. Of the oh! uh, my wild card pick. Uh, some may call it predictable, but I call it just right. Is uh, Mr. Kevin Nash? No way. <laughs> because again, my core philosophy is a show with Kevin Nash is immediate, uh, automatically the best show. Is this three in a row now? Because Kevin Nash was in CZW, and then he's in here. Yes, <laughs> I drafted him in my CZW show. Yes. I, oh, he, and he was probably you probably picked Vinny Vegas on. Uh, on the WCW show. Uh, I did not. I missed out on Vinny Vegas. He was going to be my commentary team, uh, uh, and I missed him. Uh, so, no, he was not my original wild card. Yeah, George, if you didn't listen to that episode, you missed um, Kevin Nash defeating Justice Payne in the Cage of Death with the finger poke of doom. Uh, <laughs> that is good booking. <laughs> Thank you. Almost everybody also thought so. <laughs> <laughs> That's George. Round eight, I'm taking Malice. Okay. Yeah, the walk is Malice. I don't remember him at all. The oh, the wall? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I am picking uh, the Briscoe brothers, Mark and Jay Briscoe, the the South Delaware Super Duper models. We're getting off, brother. Uh, Y'all mad at us? Uh, I will take um, Kurt Hennig, round nine. Ooh, Okay. Uh, round nine, I will be taking uh, the the Maximos with Amazing Red. Okay. Kind of get the vibe. I know what match that's for. <laughs> uh, you probably don't. Okay. Even better. 
Um, round 10, I will take Norman Smiley. Oh, on my list, one pick away. And it's Smiley. Ooh, Smiley. <laughs> Pardon me. Get a writer, pay the price. Right. Uh, let's see. I, uh, with my next pick, uh, I am taking, uh, the flying Elvises of Sonny Siaki, Jorge Estrada, and Jimmy Gang. <laughs> now I know where DJ's going with this. You still don't, trust me. You still don't. Think I knew. I don't know. Uh, you, gotta, you get yourself quite a battle royal, uh, once upon a time. <laughs> God, this is. You don't realize how shit this roster is. I mean, you do, but you don't right. realize just how things are. Right. Ah, uh, man. Um, round 11, I'm going to take BG James and Six Pac. Ooh. Ooh, nice. I mean, I know you guys are really crapped on this list, but, I mean, there's some there's some guys still on here that are, yeah. that are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, oh, all right, I know what I'm going to take. Uh, with my next pick, I am taking Cheeks. Okay. Cheeks, I have no idea who that is. He is a gigantically fat guy. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still just holding out for the Duffs. <laughs> is Fluff Duff on the list? She is not. Okay. Um, my next pick, I'm going to take, uh, come Hermes Sadler, like the race car driver? Yes. Oh, fuck. God damn, he was a shitty race car driver, too. All right. My, uh, yeah, Hermes Sadler, dude. Whatever, Sadler. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the tag team of Divine Storm, Chris Divine and White Storm. Right. Uh, well, because uh, I uh, feel that I need to win this one vote over, just in case uh, I make him angry at some point in this. Uh, I'm taking my authority figure of Mr. Vince Russo. <laughs> Somebody's got to come out and set up these ridiculous matches I have in my brain. Ah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like it. Oh, excuse me, guys. Uh, round 13, I'll Scott Hall. I'm sorry, who was that? Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Okay. Scott Hall. All right. Uh, I will be taking with my next pick. Oh man, it's all right. Um, <laughs> I think DJ just looked at the list. He was like, "Shit, shit." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh man. Uh, I guess I'm gonna take Meatball. Okay. <laughs> Is that also Don Morocco? <laughs> There goes my authority figure. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll make it up by drafting my authority figure round 14. Um, Matt Stryker with a Y. Ah. Matches that are so good, they're raising <laughs> eyebrow. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take Tony Mamaluke. It was still on the board. Damn, what disrespect. Uh, I'm going to fact check something real quick because there's someone who's not on the list. I just want to make sure. And while George is fact checking, um, as a reminder, he did take Matt Stryker with a Y, 
the one who looked like he lived under a car with the unibrow yes. from Ring of Honor. <laughs> Not yeah. Matt Stryker, who Kev once said uh, that he did black tar heroin to <laughs> on GSW commentary. Yeah. Uh, also known as the one from WWE. <laughs> like, Matt Stryker, uh, commentator for Lucha Underground, uh, various WrestleManias, and... Uh, the show where Kev Spencer once said, have you ever done Black Tar Heroin? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Which caught Stryker by surprise. <laughs> that is excellent. Okay, well, I can't draft who I wanted to because they were not in, in NWA TNA at this point. So, uh, round 15, I'm drafting Slim J. I don't even know who that is. Slim J ruled. Okay. Uh, he's a wild, sad guy. Mm. All right. I'm oh, take- yeah. oh. Oh, go ahead, Jesus. No, go ahead. Uh on the on the list in the group chat, uh the very first thing after putting in the roster, George went Slim J. <laughs> I <laughs> did about four, I fourteen did. to pick him. Oh man. Uh with my next pick I'll be taking uh Hillbilly Jesus BJ Whitmer. Oh. Oh, well done. That is absolutely well done. Fuck! Oh man, we've got we've got such gold left. What do I do with this? Uh, I mean, there's great guys such as Brian Christopher, Off Bagwell, and Bo Dup. They uh, um, please jog my memory because I'm sorry I forgot this. But uh, commentary: Do we draft both at the same time, or do they have to be in separate rounds? Um, well, keep in mind at this point, I think it was just Mike Tanay and Don West. Yeah. So I didn't put them on the list because it was kind of like an ECW episode okay. where it was only Joey Styles. Okay, fair enough. So just kind of assumed. Yeah. I'm, I mean, cool. you can make it Kid Cash and April Hunter if you wanted, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. I was going to put Drunk Scott Hall on my commentary, but <laughs> I already took him. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Who's left? Holy fuck. This is... Uh, yeah. Round 16. I'll take, uh, the Dups. Yeah! <laughs> oh, and Stan! Uh, uh, Trevor Murdoch, I believe. Yes. Underrated wrestler. And I saw he's doing stuff in NWA that nobody watches, uh, because it's not good. But he's good. Underrated <laughs> yeah. wrestler. Yeah. Awesome, I'm with you on that. Uh, I know nothing about his personal life or his social media presence. Uh, I'm going to keep that way because I imagine I'll be disappointed by it. Uh, no, I think he's totally, I think he's off the grid. Okay, good. Then then I like him even more. A man, a man yeah. who looks like that should be off the grid. Yeah. Uh, with my next pick, I take Brian Christopher. Okay. R.I.P. My next pick, I'll take America's Most Wanted. Uh, this is going to be really funny, but it's James Storm and who? Uh, Chris Harris. Chris Harris, sorry. I did not watch this era. I barely watched any impact in my life. Uh, but with my next pick, I will be taking Buff Bagwell. Oh. You know, I almost picked Buff Bagwell and Jasmine St. Clair as my commentary team, but I want to win. Okay, so it looks like Trevor Murdoch has social media presence. He's not verified. <laughs> Um, it looks like mostly all he does is retweet stuff and then do, um, cross posts with his Instagram. Let me, let me look up his Instagram. 
and see if there's any red flags. But a lot of it looks to be stuff like, look what me and the wife did. Burp, burp, burp. Burp, burp, burp. The real Trevor Murdoch, followed by, uh, yeah, it looks like it's mostly just promotional pictures. And he has one motivational thing that says, I bust my ass for my kids. I'll bust your ass for my kids as well. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Definitely a Trevor Murdoch-ism. Uh, lots of pictures of, uh, well, some pictures of the big boss man and Ivan Koloff or, or Nikita Koloff and Chief J. Strongbow. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, right, let me draft one more. Match. Uh, let's go April Hunter. Okay. Uh, I'm going to draft. Uh, oh, he might have. Wait, did somebody take Joey Matthews already? I did, yeah. All right. yes. then, then I have to move down the list to, to Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Sw- Sw- never heard of him, but that's what I'm thinking. Johnny Swing- Sw- 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 Swinger, I think <laughs> that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> I, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching for that, but <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Round nineteen, Shark Boy. Ooh, okay. Uh, with my next pick, I will be taking. Uh, I want my Lover Boy tape back. It's Lenny Lane. Okay. Wow. There's. This is really getting down to nitty gritty here. Yeah. Um. I think that's it for me. That's okay. it. Go crazy. Okay. Uh, I will be taking Kid Cash. Uh, I will also be taking uh, Psychosis. I will also be taking Kid Romeo. Were him and Kid Cash a team? I thought Kid Romeo was the dude with AJ Styles in WCW. Well, I don't know. No, oh, Kid Romeo was like a, a WCW tag team cruiserweight champion, I think. Mm. Okay. I think so. Uh, with my next pick, I'll be taking Ace Steel. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, let's see. I need a handful more guys. Uh, I'll take <laughs> Mr. Brian say, Lee. This is turning into Adam Van Card very shortly. Uh, I will take, let's see. Who else is even left? Um, oh, my God. The Johnsons are still on the board? Yeah, <laughs> Uh, I'll be taking them individually, but Rick, <laughs> Rick, jo- Richard Johnson and Rod Johnson, uh, oh, the, the Johnsons, hey, Rick and Rod Johnson. Excuse me while I update my spreadsheet. Theo and Hollywood, two different people. Who? I'm not. I'm not really sure who Hollywood was. No clue. Uh, I will also take Simon Diamond. I will take. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't even know. Oh, Brian Lee. You already said that. Oh, I said Brian Lee already, right? I didn't delete him off my main list. Uh, he, I just saw his name. I was like, oh, he was a wrestler for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess Easy Money was a guy. I thought Easy uh, Money was taken already. Or, or, or no, I'm thinking of uh, Christian York and Judd Matthews. I'm not. Okay, Easy Money, not as good as Lotto Money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Lotto Money is. I hope he's a backyard guy. No. Uh, he he was in WXW when we all started like really coming around up here, yes. and um, his gimmick was he was rich, 
<laughs> yes. I hope. I hope. I once sat in the bleachers and watched a CZW show with him. It was very interesting. Uh, and I will take uh, Jimmy Rave. And, yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm worried I might be missing one guy, but I don't want to take a guy and not use him, so we're good. <laughs> Cut you off like this is a bar. Like, <laughs> I think you've had enough, DJ. <laughs> And here is who was left behind on the segment we called You're Not Getting Booked. You're Not Getting Booked. Go ahead, Matt, because I, I definitely will miss some of these names. Uh, thanks to, thanks to Dooge here, it's not very many on the list. No, not many. <laughs> so, Hollywood, whoever that may be. Who is T.O., though? T.E.O. He's a, he's a, uh, small person wrestler. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Who, but who, who drafted him? I George. Did. Oh, I missed that. I missed that. Okay. Also, not appearing tonight will be Frank Parker. Wow, look at that. Sorry to go down for that. Taylor Vaughn. Jason Cross. Grand Apollo. Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. Todd, Todd Stone. Francine. Poor Francine. I really wanted to use Franny in something. And, like, TNA at this time only did, like, one women's thing, and it was always, like, the evening gown match or something. And I was like, man, I just – I, I want to use Francine. I love Francine. Uh, but I just – I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to, to lower her even in this fictional world of me booking TNA. But Francine's great. <laughs> Actually, same, dude. Like, pretty <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like where your head's at, sir. Not nearly as good as Francine, our Tempest and Slash. Not from Sna- Slash's Snake Pit. NASCAR negative legend, Hermie Sadler. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about him, but, you know, it works. Sure. Uh, Cassidy Riley, Chase Stevens. Wasn't Chase Stevens one of the naturals? He was. Oh, man. Who was the other natural? Chase Stevens and... Fucking! I forget. Damn. All right. Now, now I know what my mission is. Um, Takao Amori. I I may oh. have butchered butchered that first name. Six Royal Rumble. Yeah. Let's see. Jasmine St. Clair. You're not getting booked. Ian Harrison. Whoever you are, you're not getting booked. Like these aren't even names that were on like EWR. I don't know who some of these people. Are. <laughs> David Young. You're not getting booked. Neither is Tina Hamilton, Chris Michaels, or Rick Michaels. Derek Wilde is not getting booked. Priscilla. And finally, Chaos with a K. Andy uh, Douglas. Okay. You know who, you know who I was worried? I, I was, I was shocked that, uh, the Black Nature Boy Scoot Andrews wasn't, uh, on here, but that's alright. Maybe I, I missed him. I, it's not necessary. I, I, I actually don't know that he was in TNA at this time. So what we're going to yeah. do is we're going to take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to find out who the other natural is. And Andy, Andy Douglas. Andy Douglas. Chris said we still just don't know who he is. Oh, wait, that's true. It could be the butcher from uh, AEW. <laughs> We'll be right back with George and Dooge's presentations here on the A-Show and CKCC Radio. I'm Jason. 
And I'm David, and we're the host of the Non-Nerve Sports Podcast. We're the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the Non-Nerve Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with everyday people. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention, available every Tuesday. Tuesday on your favorite podcast platforms. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And then my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try. On a scale point twenty-five to 5 being the best, we talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. We're back with the second half of Semifinal 2 here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt, Chris, DJ, and George all hanging out with you here on a Monday morning as we make our way through the Tournament of Champions before we head back into Season 2 of the A-Show, which the uh, previously mentioned Irish Kev Spencer has already qualified for the Season 2 Tournament of Champions. Uh, what, would be the, what would be a great thing for Kev to... Because we gave him 1998 ECW, which is a perfect wheelhouse for, for Kev. What would be a nice, like, one where, not where we would struggle, but there would be a, a challenge? Um, Could we give him, like, oh, man, what would be fun for him? Like, 1996 WCW, maybe? Uh, that, that could be fun. Um, do, like, we won't give anyone, like, the challenge of 1985 WWF like George had to do a couple weeks ago. Oh, I thought that was fantastic. Dude, I mean, you take chicken shit and make chicken salad. You don't really have a choice. Colossal tussle, bud. <laughs> tussle, man. I'm glad I got Hogan. 
Though I will say, and I did hear from some people, that Hogan uh, or Piper never would have put Hogan over like that. What were we talking yeah, about? That? I'll agree. Uh, listen, uh, listen from the Piper's own mouth. He would. He he never lost clean to Hogan. Yeah. So. Uh, it is the fantasy fucking though. So. <sighs> and tech, I mean, it, there's still a gimmick attached to it, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll allow it with the gimmick. Yeah. But... Listen, if you if you listen to Hulk Hogan, everybody made up with him right before they died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody. So, and Macho Man, so something that doesn't have Hulk Hogan, thankfully, is Ooh. 2002 TNA. <laughs> Not yet. So, lower seed goes first. George, let's hear what you got. Okay. Uh, well, my card is NWA TNA presents All That Glitters live from Middleton. <laughs> Okay. Um, your figure, Matt Stryker with the Y, comes out, welcomes the crowd, and says that he's got a card book that is so good it'll raise eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> he hits. He, he hits it right immediately. Wow, oh, man! I like a good pun. Yeah. Us. Uh, <laughs> My opening match is um, Joey Matthews and Christian York taking on Trent Acid and Johnny Cashmere. Uh, the nice. idea here, this is a 10-minute uh, early 2000s indie sprint. Um, of all these guys, Trent Acid really shines in this match. He's the star here. Backseat boys up with uh, the T gimmick as they tended to go up with uh, back in the day. Um Match number two is a completely different style of match. You have Kurt Hedding taking on Norman Smiley. Oh. Uh, yeah, this starts a uh, technical showcase, and actually Smiley outshines Hedding early on. That's fun at his expense with the whole big wiggle gimmick. Um, Hedding doesn't take that too kindly and resorts to uh, his villainous tactics to get up on Smiley some more. Um, eventually removing a turnbuckle pad, which Norman is going to eat and turn right around into a perfect flex, heading up. Uh, third match is a uh, comedy match, actually. Uh, you have Shark Boy taking on April Hunter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is a short match. Shark Boy comes out wearing Hulk hands, which he used to do back in the day. Plugging. <laughs> June of 2003, but, you know, they, they had early merch for this. I've got April Hunter up, and all I wrote was April Hunter up with a gross-looking gorilla press slam. Sounds about <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, match number four, I have the Dups taking on America's Most Wanted, and uh, the gimmick here is that this is a Carolina rounds match. Okay, that's five three-minute rounds, broken up by... All four competitors taking a shot of whiskey and chugging a 12-ounce beer. I believe the Dups were billed from Lizard Lick, North Carolina. So I kind of wanted to tie in that backwoods gimmick here. 
and America's Most Wanted were also known for uh, for their drinking tactics. I've got the dumps up with Stan using a leveraged pin on Chris Harris. Um, was Matt, there like a precedent set for this Carolina shots match? I never heard of it. Or was it? No, no, no I, made up the gimmick. I made up the gimmick. This needs to be. You need to patent that shit. a <laughs> boy. I'll see what I can do. See what you can do. Next match, match five is a bit of a let me up match, we'll call it, right? Um, I've got Malice taking on Puppet and Tio in a hardcore <laughs> handicap match. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Puppet and Tio initially come out in a giant trench coat to mock Malice and Stan, <laughs> complete with a mock mohawk. Now, awesome. it's not the squash that fans would expect it to be, because the hardcore rules actually favored Puppet and Tio here. That said, Malice was up the double choke slam on the two trash cans. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I guess yeah. that matter, you know? Uh, match six, I've got Divine Storm and Slim J taking on Scott Hall, BG James, and Six Pac, who I have killed oh. here. I have Three Live Click as the name. Terrible name, but I have you. <laughs> no. No, that's not terrible at all. <laughs> that's awesome. So this match, is meant, <laughs> this match is meant to be a platform for Divine Storm and Slim J to shine. Uh, they're working the majority of the match with, uh, BG James and Six Pac, but... They just aren't any match for Scott Hall. I've got Hall up at the outsider's edge after Six Pac throws powder in Slim J's eyes. So Three Lives Through was BG James, Conan, and Ron Killing? Yes, that is correct. Oh, man. But Three Live Click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Great. Now, uh, your semi-main is uh, CM Punk taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, <laughs> I'm at here, so this is 2002. Steamboat had not worked a match in eight years, so nobody really knows what to expect here. Uh, Punk is starting at this time to really make a name for himself. This being his biggest challenge to date, uh, he really capitalizes on being a, a heel here. His Steamboat comes back. He's returning to the NWA, and he's just as big a uh, babyface as he ever was. Um, Punk is up here um, after a relatively technical showcase that you kind of expect from these two. Um, Punk is up when he rolls through a top rope cross-body block attempt from Steamboat and reverses it into an Anaconda Vice for a submission victory. Um, Post-match, Steamboat offers a handshake, and Punk looks him in the eyes and spits in his face. Oh, big old loogie. I love Uh, it. Dirty dog. And uh, your main event of the evening for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, you have Jeff Jarrett taking on Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <clears throat> so the story here is that it's pretty well-known rumor and innuendo in the pro wrestling world that Austin never really wanted to work with Jeff Jarrett because Jerry Jarrett treated him like trash early on in his career. And, you know, there's always that, that line that Jeff Jarrett said about Austin looking at his paycheck in Memphis and saying, yeah, staring at it's not going to make it any bigger or whatever. It's such an asshole line. It is. Oh, man. So, um, you know, there's there's all that uh, perceived heat going on. So Austin and Jarrett capitalized on this, with this being a work-shoot type of uh, match. It's pretty much exactly what you'd expect with 
in, in my opinion, Jeff Jarrett being the most okay wrestler of all time. <laughs> and and Steve Austin, you know, being the brawler that he was in the early 2000s. I have Austin up with the stunner to uh, win for the first time the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. It's giving the upstart company the rub it needs here. And he's sending a message to New York for dropping the ball and letting him walk out. And that, my friends, is wow. all that glitters. That is very a very concise card, George. Well done. I like it. I, that is really, really good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're all kind of surprised, but after looking at this roster, we're like, this is going to be terrible. So the real, like... The real challenge I have here, it wasn't so much like taking the guys I drafted and making matches, but it was it was doing that while trying to stick to like what NWA TNA was like when they were early, which is why I included like the hardcore midgets and like some shark boy laughter and all that. So glad you enjoyed. I like this idea of uh, Malice and and Tio and Puppet. Like I just imagine like just like a uh, I, I don't know. I, I remember the wall being like seven feet tall. Yeah. These two guys together like aren't, aren't probably even like six five. <laughs> but like, like if they if they could springboard off each other and give you know, you know, big ass shining wizards or something like that, they could take out the big guy. I like that. I really like it a lot. Cool. Thank you. Glad you enjoyed it. So now we throw it over to DJ for his card. Oh boy. Uh. So I, too, leaned in to what TNA was at this time, <laughs> but in a completely different way. <laughs> As the man who coined the term, everybody strap in. <laughs> uh, so my show is uh, TNA presents Chasing Clout 02 uh, <laughs> from the TNA Asylum in Nashville, Tennessee on uh, December 18th. Right at the end of the year. Uh, show opens. Vinny Rue comes out. And I, I, I cannot do a Vinny Rue impression. There's lots of bros and other things. Uh, he comes out to announce the first match. Uh, gets interrupted uh, by Triple X, uh, which is the team of Chris Daniels, Loki, and Eli Skipper. And they say that they want to challenge the NWA tag to NWA TNA tag team champions uh, AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn in the main event for all the gold. Not only the tag straps, but also AJ Styles' NWA TNA X title. AJ and Jerry Lynn come out, uh, say they're fine with that, uh, but because they often work, the Triple X works under the Freebird rule, and there's always three of them, they need someone else in their corner or in, on their team to make it a six-man match for all the gold. And Vince Russo says... I got somebody in the back who will gladly take that spot. But I think first I'm going to put a match together and make sure he earns it. So later on tonight, there will be a reverse battle royal, <laughs> which was a real thing that TNA did. Oh, I saw this coming a mile away. I'm like, you're picking all these people for a fucking reverse battle royal, like, which, uh, which was the most absurd fucking idea they ever had. The final person, the person who wins will become the third member of AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn's team. That's not till later in the show. First match is uh, Monty Brown and Ron Killings. 
sort of pushing their bad feelings aside, enter the ring together as a team against the Harris brothers. Okay. In uh, a the Harris brothers leave anyway match. <laughs> <laughs> Which win or lose? Just been a loser leaves town match where the where the Harrises lose. Nope. Win win or lose, the Harris brothers leave professional wrestling. (laughs) And as the only person on this call that gets that reference, yes. Not since not since two thousand Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, has this match been seen. I want a backstory as soon as this episode's over. Uh, so, uh, a shock to no one, Monty Brown and Ron Killings basically murder the Harris brothers because they're awful wrestlers and somehow worse people. Uh, Monty Brown with the pounce, pounces a Harris brother clear out of the arena. Uh, I don't know <laughs> one. Harris brothers leave professional wrestling, never to be heard from again. Second match of the night is the reverse battle royal. So, for those of you who don't know about the reverse battle royal, it is 16 men start off around the ring, fighting to get into the ring. <laughs> The first eight men in the ring then have a regular battle royal. <laughs> and the last, the last two men then have a singles match to determine the winner. In oh. this match, you have Tony Mamaluke, BJ Whitmer, Brian Christopher, Jimmy Rave, Johnny Swin- Swinger, Swin- <laughs> never heard of him. Uh, I want my lover boy tape back, Lenny Lane, Kid Cash. Easy Money, Psychosis, Kid Romeo, Ace Steel, Brian Lee, Rod and Rick Johnson. They have a <laughs> bit of an advantage. And Simon Diamond. But that's only 15 people. Who could this last person be? Oh, I know. Oh, this is no. Oh, no. Vince Russo comes out, says he has a very important guest to be the last entrant. And the man that he thinks will win to become the third member in the main event to join AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn. It's Mr. Kevin Nash. (laughs) Nash comes out, complains about some vanilla midgets in this match. His words, not mine. Match starts. People don't quite understand the concept because I myself don't understand the concept. The fans (laughs) in 2002 also did not understand the concept. (laughs) Fighting outside the ring, you get uh, obviously Nash in there first because basically he just ignores everybody, grabs the top rope, steps up to the, steps up to the ring and inside. Who's going to stop him? Uh, if this was a shoot for real, who would be able to stop him? Uh, then we were left with Tony Mamaluke, BJ Whitmer, Brian Christopher, uh, let's see, Johnny Swinger, Lenny Lane, Jimmy Rave, Psychosis, and, uh, who else do I have here? Kid Romeo. None of it matters. Uh, everybody gets tossed out back and forth, gets down to Johnny Swinger and Kevin Nash. It's not even a contest. There's a one-on-one match. It's barely a match because it's Johnny Swinger. Uh, again, in Kevin Nash's own words, if this was a sh- people saying he, he's the crowd's booing, saying you're you're ruining the the whatever, and he's like, listen, if this was a shoot, who who in here would actually be able to take me out? Nobody. Kevin Nash wins. He's in the main event. I Nash, just saw that video on YouTube today. Right. Nash grabs, the, <laughs> Nash grabs a microphone and says he'll gladly be in the main event under one rule. If he joins, 
AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn to help them defend their titles, what does he get in return? To join the team, if they win, Kevin Nash will be the X Division champion. Oh, my God. Years before it actually happened. Uh, Right, ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Uh, Third match is the Briscoe Brothers versus the – oh, I'm sorry, the Briscoe Brothers with Meatball versus the Maximos uh, with Amazing Red. Two out of three falls, tag match. Your work rate match, except for Meatball, they kind of keep him out, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say that he was thrown there because I didn't draft enough people for where I wanted him. Uh, but I'll, but uh, okay, I, dr- I didn't draft enough people to put him where I wanted him. Uh, so he's with the Briscoes. Uh, very good. These guys, 2002, are also Ring of Honor guys, big time, great work and great matches, doing crazy stuff. Everybody stole from Amazing Red. Uh, one fall, first fall for the Briscoes, second fall for the Maximos, third fall. Uh, they finally, out of desperation, tag Meatball in. And uh, he does not stand a chance, even though he is a massive human being, uh, well, a massive little person. Uh, Maximus hit him with the Spanish fly for the win. Next match is a triangle match. Not just any triangle match, have you, but a chain tuxedo triangle match. What? Huh? Okay. So you may say, huh, but a chain tuxedo yeah. match is a thing that TNA actually did. Oh my god. This is a match where they are chained together with dog collars, and the winner strips the other person out either out of the tuxedo or pins them. Well, hold the fucking phone. Yes. Hold on. I have chain tuxedo rentals. Uh huh. Uh, That seems to be just men's warehouse. Yes. The concept. Hold on. Hold on. TNA. Like. I thought that you're lying. Black tie and brawl chain match. Okay, so there Black, you go. Black Machiza, Machismo, Jay Lethal, and the Guru Sanjay Dutt in a tuxedo match after getting the pin with it. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's real. Uh, <laughs> I made this a three-way match between Ken Shamrock. You're pretty Sam- Shamrock in tuxedo. <laughs> yes, I am. Sabu. <laughs> And was supposed to be CM Punk, but he got taken from me by George. So the third member is Cheeks. <laughs> Damn it. Cheeks, <laughs> Cheeks was a very large man who just sat on people, if I, if my research is correct. See, so. TNA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. That's with an X. You spelled it with an X? Yes. Uh, wow, he's a big guy. He's a like large, staples. large oh, human. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to go into the big and tall section, guys. Right. Uh, oh, oh so. whoa! I, I, I just, I just found him myself. Right. Yikes! Yeah. Large human being wore the wore the underwears. Uh, yeah. So Shamrock and Sabu don't understand the concept of this match at all. They're just both trying to kill each other. It could very well be the first time either one of them's in a suit. Uh, maybe not Shamrock because he's had some sort of official business in his past, but Sabu doesn't <laughs> even know what a suit is. He's never seen one before. Uh, uh, I hope Ken Shamrock has one of those Texas ties. Like, the bolo uh, tie? Of course he does. Why wouldn't he? So, <laughs> so those guys are trying to kill each other. Cheeks isn't doing much because, frankly, he does not have the ability to. Um, and... Uh, 
you know, the, the clothes, the layers come off, the, you know, it's, it's, it's pin or strip out of the tuxedo. So they're trying both. Ken and Sabu really kind of want to do the pin thing because they don't understand the concept of the match. It's probably beneath both of them if we're being serious. <laughs> uh, and they go after Cheeks. Cheeks, uh, they won't let them the, take off the, the jacket and the shirt. It's just, he's too much man. They can't get his arms right to get him out of the jacket. Do you ever see that? They try ripping and it doesn't work. Uh, so they go for his pants. They take the pants off first, and there he is in his big old underwear with his butt hanging out. Uh, <laughs> both of these men are completely distracted and disgusted by that. Uh, Cheeks gets takes the advantage, sits on both of them, double pin Cheeks over Shamrock and Sabu in the chain tuxedo match. Uh, next match, match number five, Buff Bagwell comes out, does his little strut, says he's the stuff. Says he's gonna, he doesn't have a match tonight. He's gonna challenge anybody in the back. He doesn't care who it is to come out here and face him right now. Uh, the fans are getting popcorn. Uh, and all three flying Elvises come out. <laughs> um, they do their, their dance. They're in their low cut white jumpsuits doing their thing. Uh, being goofy, being the comedy relief kind of thing. They get in the ring. Buff's like, no problem. He'll fight all three of them. He's not afraid. Look at these guys. They look like goofs. I'm the stuff, right? They're about to fight. And one of the flying Elvises goes under the ring and pulls out a jumpsuit that just looks like it might be Buff Bagwell's size. And Buff gives him a look. They look back and forth. And Buff Bagwell decides right then and there that he's going to join the flying Elvises as Buff Elvis. <laughs> Puts on the jumpsuit. No match happens. There are now four flying Elvises led by Buff Bagwell. And if there is not a better future for Buff Bagwell than just being a, an Elvis impersonator, I don't know what is. <laughs> Main event time. It is, in fact, AJ Styles, Jerry Lynn, and Kevin Nash versus Triple X of Christopher Daniels, Loki, and Elix Skipper for all the gold. If Triple X wins, they get the tag titles and the X Division Championship. If AJ, Jerry Lynn, and Nash win, they keep their tag titles, but Kevin Nash becomes the X Division Champion. I don't need to break this match down. You know <laughs> this match. There's going to be good stuff going on. Loki sucks as a human, but he's a ton of fun at this time to go sort of watch him just beat the crap out of everybody in the ring. Lots of back and forth stuff. Kevin Nash gets the tag in. Big boot. You know, size him up in the corner. Sloppy power bomb, one, two, three. Kevin Nash wins for his team. Kevin Nash is now the X Division champion four years or so before it happens in real life because the man's ahead of his time. The man's a genius. He's the patron saint of the final wrestling place, and he's the best to ever do it. The show goes off the air as the words across the screen say, Coming soon, Paparazzi Productions. <laughs> Wow. You're welcome. So, press conference. <laughs> Go ahead. You can lead it. How are three people connected in a chain match? Uh, I don't know. TNA can figure it out. They also had a six-sided ring. <laughs> it's, it's, what it is, it's a center ring. There's like a center steel ring. And then they're just hooked around it with like almost like a carabiner, but not one that can open. So it slides around the ring, but it's all the same length of chain. Damn it! <laughs> what else? This you got? makes me. This makes me wish that 
the chain match between Raven and Stevie against the Pitbulls was a fucking tuxedo match. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. That's all I've got. Chris, what do you have for press conference? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it definitely had a lot to do with how that chain was working. Because uh, I was trying to figure it out myself. I, uh, I, if it was like a dog collar, though, if it was, if it was them attached at the neck, uh, yeah, I imagine at some point it could be set up like some kind of, some kind of triangular situation. Right. Listen, I'm not saying this was a good match or a good idea. They did plenty of bad ideas in TNA. I'm just following the trend. TNA did once have a barbed wire Christmas tree match. Right. I saw a match the other day where Shark Boy led Bubba Ray Dudley back into the ring with like a ding dong on a fishing pole because it was a <laughs> it was a hard it was a, it was a fish market match where they got to beat each other with fish. <laughs> and literally Bubba Ray like Shark Boy put like a ding dong on the end of a of like a deep sea fishing line and threw it outside the ring and Bubba Ray saw it and like ran after it like a like he was like super hungry and like got back into the ring because the thing like he grabbed it and Shark Boy reeled him back into the ring with it. Hey, didn't they hit each other with fish on like UHF? <laughs> so uh, there's two ways that TNA ass. can go. TNA can go the very logical uh, very probably quality uh, in-ring work in George's card, or they can fully embrace the nonsense with G- with Vince Russo in charge uh, that they would only build upon in the years and years to come. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, TNA really built on that ridiculousness later. But at the same time, your figurehead is Vince Russo. Yes. Right. So, man, that was an excellent card. I thoroughly enjoyed that as your opponent. Uh, I tried to channel my, and I never thought I would say this, and I feel dirty saying it, but I tried to channel my inner Adam Van. <laughs> I get, I get like the chills, say like the, like the heebie-jeebies saying that, but that's what I tried to do. In season two, new rule, the Adam Van rule, which is the hosts cut off the, the draft or what we think they bet too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Chris, which, which of these do you want to shill? Uh, I picked last week, so I'll let you go first. Okay, so let me ask you a question, listeners of the A-Show. Do you like nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Because if you like nonsense, like, for example, Sabu discovering what suits are. (laughs) Reverse battle royals that turn into battle royals that turn into singles matches. Chain tuxedo matches. Again, Sabu discovering what a suit is. But also, with more sensical stuff on top with your AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn and Triple X... And Kevin Nash, of course. If that's the case, DJ's card is for you. Listen, I don't want to sway any voters, but I just Googled Sabu in a suit, and he is not anywhere on Google in a suit. So I think I'm <laughs> right. Oh, my. If we can find one picture of Sabu in a suit, this is going to be what the, the, the cover of the episode is going to be. Oh, I won't accept it unless it's time-stamped. It's got because that, that, that picture could be from 2005. 2007 Sabu. 
I think he wore a suit to the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's, that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. That's five years after. Yeah, that <laughs> is true. Time stamp it retroactively. Um, DJ has the super duper models of the Briscoe brothers. And they get to team with Meatball. <laughs> DJ has Buff Bagwell pretending to be Elvis. And did we talk about Sabu in a suit? Because if we didn't, we should. Sabu is a man who once said he was going to walk from Binghamton to Syracuse to get his gear because he forgot his gear in Syracuse. <laughs> uh, I found Sabu in a Hooter shirt. Nope. That's a, that's a uniform, not a suit. Um, so, all that said, 2002, TNA, vote for Vince Russo, vote for, vote for DJ to go to the finals. I got three words for you. Three live click. <laughs> you want something, you want your little bit of your nostalgia? Think about it. Scott Hall and two members of Degeneration X. This is peak good time TNA stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I got some news for you. We got a great show at All That Glitters with the main event of Stone Cold Steve Austin taking on the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett, for the NWA TNA title. Steve Austin has never gone for the NWA title in his whole life, and he gets a chance to take on uh, a shoot rival in the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. Also, like midgets, do you? We got two of them. Like big guy against midgets, we got him. Check it out. Two little person match, or it's two little persons, little people taking on a big guy. That shit you just can't make up anywhere, man. Not not anywhere like the NWA TNA. We got it for you. And listen, am I stalling trying to remember George's matches? I sure am. Uh, <laughs> April Hunter. April Hunter and Sharkboy, intergender uh, matchups like you would only see 20 years later on the Indies now. Yeah, that shit's going to be lit, fam. Uh, there's other stuff that I am. The Dups. Don't don't forget about the Dups. They're, they're, we, we got them. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Oh, we got CM Punk. We got Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat hasn't had a match in eight years. We take it on the Second City St. Sam Punk. Guys, the only choice is to really vote for George Yams, all that glitters. Come on now. Let's let's not uh let's not bullshit here. You know that's what you want to pick. So now we leave it in the hands of you, the A Show voters. Go to at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter, and you can absolutely pick who will face either Joe Sposto or Adam Van in the finals. So yep. plugs, we got them. For the record, um, the Harris Brothers leave anyway match. Yes. And, um, yeah, you know, we'll save that for off the air. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 off the air. Okay, so, plugs, ckccradio.com for all of your CKCC radio needs. Uh, check out every episode of the A-Show. Uh, the older episodes of By the Numbers are going to be going up there as well. And we have so many podcasts, I could barely name them all. But we have podcasts about The Simpsons. We have podcasts about theme parks. We have podcasts about paranormal activity and ranking songs on albums. And 
and nerd stuff and NASCAR, all sorts of stuff. That's all on ckccradio.com. It's a grab bag of podcasts. It really is. Also, uh, because DJ's here, he can talk about his podcast. I am. I'm here. Uh, I have more plugs than uh, Shawn Michaels. Um, so Waka, 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 waka. Uh, bum ba dum bum so as I said at the beginning, uh, I'm on We Need Wrestling, uh, WeNeedWrestling.com, uh, on iTunes, on wherever, I don't know, podcast, Spotify, stuff like that. Uh, we, uh, you know, at We Need Wrestling on Twitter, uh, we talk wrestling. We used to be Wednesday Night War, uh, talking about AEW versus, uh, NXT, uh, but that doesn't happen anymore and it wasn't a very good war to begin with. So now we just talk about everything. We still cover a little bit of AEW and NXT, but we're also talking the the biographies, and we do a main event sort of thing on the show. Our watch list uh, could be top tens, could be a watch along. Um, I, I by the time you hear this, there'll be a new one, but I don't know what it is yet. Uh, but we this week uh, leading up to it, before we record, we're doing a sort of Yuji Nagata World Tour to kind of show people. His, uh, what, what he's done since the last time a lot of people probably saw him back in WCW, uh, with him debuting on AEW to wrestle Moxley. Uh, so we did, you know, him versus Ultimo from Halloween Havoc 97, uh, him versus Kejimuto from 2001, I think, G1, G1 Cl- Climax Finals, and then there's a him versus Kenikobashi from Noah. Sort of just to get a, sort of, uh, acquainted with Yuji. Uh, but anyway, wrestling podcast, check that out. I also do, oh, that comes out like Thursdays after midnight, so like Friday morning, I guess, I don't know. The day, next day doesn't start till I fall asleep and wake back up. Um, True. I also, I also do, uh, with myself, uh, Brett, who's on We Need Wrestling with me, uh, my wife Michelle, and, uh, my friend Doug, we do, uh, Wings on Wings. Uh, Wings on Wings is a podcast about the 90s sitcom Wings that takes place in an airport, uh, and we eat chicken wings while we talk about it. Um, we watch an episode, we make a batch of wings, and we try hot sauces on the wings while talking about the episode and whatever tangent that takes us on. Sometimes we do really hot things, and it's, uh, as described by someone on Twitter, uh, profanity-heavy ASMR, uh, <laughs> uh, which a lot of, uh, ooh, ah, fuck, uh, a lot of those. And, uh, and then we also do some good wing sauces, too. So we're working our way through that one episode of show. Uh, they were a ton of fun. Uh, Let's see. This week's episode, uh, they dropped Tuesday morning. So the, the newest episode, uh, we go on a tangent about being all like close to 40 and trying to remember what the bases were in regards to dating our younger selves, because that's a topic that is brought up in wings. Uh, and, uh, just listen to it with headphones. If you listen to it at work, um, you'll be much, much, much safer. Definitely not safe for work, but a ton of fun to do. Uh, so go back and listen to that. That's, uh, wings on wings dot podbean dot com, uh, underscore wings on wings on, uh, at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we should be available all of those other places as well and all on the soon to be aimed network. Uh, probably the easiest place. Uh, just go to, uh, Soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com and everything we do is there and everything everybody else does is there. And uh, as always, thank you to Soon to Be Named Network for also simulcasting these episodes that any of the Soon to Be Named Network hosts are a part of. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And we're very thankful to everyone on the network for being so welcoming of our show into the podcast community. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I want to buy the domain of profanityladesasmr.com and redirect it right to your guys' Twitter page. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, that was it was a few episodes ago. We did a uh, I think it was four hundred and eighty thousand Scoville unit sauce. Ooh. Holy fuck! Uh, and like I think like a, a jalapeno seven thousand Scoville units. Oh, um, oh god! So. Uh, so it was, we didn't, we, we just physically couldn't talk that much about the episode, but there's, there's enjoyability in that as well. <laughs> um, for the record, if you're a Pluto TV person, there's an entire 24 seven channel of wings. Oh, uh, for the record, don't watch. It's not a very good show. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things that I think that they were like, Hey, this is pretty clever. And then they're like, Fuck, we have to keep doing this. Uh, so yeah. this, this came about, it was Michelle's idea. She mentioned it, just something in a car. Uh, and we were all like, that is too stupid of an idea for us to not do. So, <laughs> uh, so we, we, we took a year off because of the pandemic, because it's, it was hard to get our people together in a room. Uh, but we're back. So. I mean, it's just as bad as like the meatloaf on meatloaf idea. Right. Like yes. you guys would get through like a couple. Of the meatloaf albums and be like, oh great, now we got to review the Christmas album, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, nachos on Night Court will be much better. Um, we have we have a few other ones cooking, but we'll figure it out. Is that a food pun? You have them cooking. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, Matt. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, Dad. That's right. That just means that DJ didn't realize that he just did that. That's true. That's exactly <laughs> what it means. So the winner of this matchup will take on either Joe Sposto or Adam Van of the At Odds with Wrestling podcast. Um, you can listen to that every week as well, featuring Adam, who Chris described as a wild card of a man <laughs> on last week's episode. And, of course, Joe Sposto. And they do all sorts of stuff as well. Um, other podcasts include Not Another Sports Podcast with Jason and David. Uh, they would have a new episode last night as we listen to this. I have no idea what's on it. I haven't heard it yet. They haven't recorded it yet as of right now. Um, also, the Brainwreck podcast with Kevin the Man Graham and Jason Axe. And, of course, the Hooligans of Pops with Irish Kev and Rick. George. Hey. <laughs> I know that you are now just a guy. Yeah. But do you have any just a guy things to talk about? Anything to plug? Uh. Well, since we were just talking about Wings, the food, not the sitcom, um, I recommend Truff Hot Sauce if you haven't done it yet, unless you despise truffle flavor. Uh, we have not, but we're, we're, we're more than open to suggestions. We have a closet full of sauces that uh, some people have sent to us and that we've picked up in our travels. Um, but, uh, we're, you know, we got uh, Wings ran like 172 episodes or so. Oh, uh, really? Really? So we we got a lot of wing sauces we have to go through. Yeah, try that one. I think you'll like it. Unless you yeah. hate truffle, you will hate it. It's very truffle heavy. Um, yeah, I'm just a guy. I don't have anything to plug, man. What did I do last time? Donate to St. Jude's. I'll keep up with that. Uh, you did that, and you also did the one million blocks. Oh yeah, God. one million blocks dot com. Uh, Interspecies wrestling is. Hoping to run a one million block Lego death match, or I guess a redacted death match would be more accurate. 
So, they, uh, it's it's listed as they want to run the Let's stupidest match of all time. Yeah, well, I think uh, Dude and I have proven that the stupidest matches of all time exist. <laughs> our brain is yes, so, yeah. Help that cause because a million Legos, Lego hurts like hell to fucking fall on. I mean, if you're a parent, you've probably stepped on one. I'm not a parent. Oh, yeah, duplexed on some. Terrible. Highly entertaining. Now, George. Yeah. At at the ISW show in New Jersey, you were in the food fight, correct? I was indeed. That is correct. Were there blocks in that match, or just food? No, there's a lot of chips, though. Food. There's just food. Um, I believe I brought out a trash can full of dried pasta, and. I think I suplexed Sean Henderson on said pasta. <laughs> I uh, I was on the outside and literally just ate fucking chips the whole time that were on the side. Oh, I was like chopping it's down. Funny to say that because at some point everything kind of went to hell, so I powdered and just sat there eating chips until. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, there's no kayfabe on this show, right? No, no. God no. Good. So the guy who was. Uh, supposed to eliminate me in the match, I watched him get eliminated while I was on the outside eating chips, and I realized, oh, that probably shouldn't have happened, so I got back in the ring, and I think I resumed eating chips, and then got cannon called, and then just, you know, powdered again. What a time to survive. I think the uh, I think the dumb fucks brought out like two pizzas of the Domino's, and I just remember saying to myself, I'm like, I am so fat that I'm going to be upset that this pizza's being wasted. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, Turtle's big thing was he wanted to give somebody a pizza pie pile driver. Oh, my God. Greatest idea in the world, to be honest. Um, I, after the fact, had pitched an idea to one of the ISW guys that I wanted to pitch before the food fight, but I didn't want to seem like I was trying to force my way on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, and when I spoke with him about this after the fact, he then said, if we ever do that again, it is definitely happening. Oh, sweet. So off the air, I'll tell you what that is, because it's pretty hilarious. All right. Um, I, I don't know, DJ, were you still there at that point, or were you just there for Phil Baroni? Uh, at Bloodsport? Oh, yeah, because this was after Bloodsport. Blood yeah, no, I was only there for Bloodsport. Uh, we only did one show that day. But, all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I only did one show too, and I was I was home by the time George got in the ring, yeah. <laughs> and I know this because I watched it on IWTV <laughs> at back at my house in Pennsylvania. I was like, "Oh, I'm home. Uh, I guess I should watch stuff from the building that I was just at like four hours ago." <laughs> uh, because uh, Pete and AJ were doing their thing. Yes, they were. So two weeks from now, we'll be back with the finals. Uh, make sure you go vote on what the finals are going to be, as well as this matchup. George and DJ, this has been everything I thought it was going to be. Thank you so much. Dude, thank you, and thank you, DJ. Of course, it was a blast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Gentlemen, wonderful cards you guys had today. Absolutely, and best of luck to both of you. Uh, so, until two weeks from now, with the finals, my name is Matt. I'm Chris. And we will see you.